Hey, no competition. Mm -mm. Hey, no competition. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Big T, a.k.a. Terrence and founder of and creator of the No Competitions, No Competitors, the brand. And you are now tuned to the No Comp Podcast, sports and health wellness. Health, wellness, and sports, I always say it doesn't matter whichever portion of the segment, you know what I'm saying, you feel is more important to you. So, you know what I'm saying? But today, we are going to be talking a little bit about sports, trying to go, you know what I'm saying, jump into a little bit about you know what I'm saying, uh, some more college football, um, because I did have my last episode, I did mention some college football, but of course, you know, anytime I mention or go through some college football, if I discuss some Power 5 news and stuff like that, and some uh, information just dealing with some of these Power 5 teams or a lot of other teams in the FCS, FBS, and stuff like that, I definitely want to discuss and give some uh, a little bit of shine on my HBCU, so I'm definitely going to give a little light on that today so you know what i'm saying the start of this episode before i get into you know what i'm saying uh, a little bit of the week 14 in uh review just as far as the nfl so to kick it off to some hbu news this is just let you guys know what's been going on you know what i'm saying in the hbcu era uh but to kick it off you know what i'm saying i'm start off with just some things that's coming up with the hbcu and you know what i'm saying that in that field um we do have the Cricket Celebration Bowl, and that's between South Carolina State University and Jackson State. So, you know, Deion Sanders and Buddy Pugh, if you don't know much about, you know what I'm saying, South Carolina State, Buddy Pugh's been head coach at South Carolina State for a long time. Uh, pretty good tenure at the university. Uh, South Carolina State was 5-0 and in the MEAC this year. So, you know what I'm saying, still able to do their thing within their conference. Uh, Jackson State, like I said, 11-1, Deion Sanders pretty much changing the whole environment just so far as in that area uh also you know what i'm saying trying to give the chance to change a lot of you know what i'm saying minds and stuff like that when it comes to just so far as uh dealing with hbcus and stuff like that so far as trying to take uh our historically black colleges off the back burner when it comes to just so far as getting them some media shine and stuff like that so definitely trying to i'm trying to help out with that aspect of everything but like I mentioned, you got the Cricket Celebration Bowl between those two teams. Uh, that's on the 18th, uh, this Saturday coming up, 12 p.m. on ABC. Uh, so pretty good opportunity for everybody to catch that game. Definitely would have been on ABC. So uh, another one I want to mention is just so far as the Legacy Bowl. And the Legacy Bowl, if you guys don't know, it's pretty much like the Reese's Peanut Butter uh, Cup little Senior Bowl. Just so far as just like uh, the Legacy Bowl gives all the top, you know what I'm saying, talents in the HBCU, you know what I'm saying, conferences, give them opportunity to show off what they can do. And, of course, that game will be on the NFL Network. So definitely get those guys a big chance, to, you know what I'm saying, get that extra light so far as those guys. Because, you know, on, I did do an episode this past year just speaking about the draft and stuff like that and how uh, the HBCUs, we didn't have nobody drafted from the HBCU. So, it was definitely, you know what I'm saying, something that was an issue, something we needed to to address. So a lot of different avenues being, you know what I'm saying, given to these players now. So definitely uh, glad to see that. And, you know what I'm saying, if you're definitely a big follower in these HBCU colleges and stuff like that, you're definitely happy to see stuff like that. So uh, I'm trying to make sure I do my part, you know what I'm saying, it's no comp, making sure if we're going to deliver any news, like I said, we're going to make sure we cover it. Those that need to be covered, try to get some light on, you know what I'm saying, everybody. So definitely want to make sure we do that for the historically black colleges. Uh, some other news just so far as outside of those two bowl games, you know what I'm saying, Grambling State, you know what I'm saying, with a new hire I did speak on some coaching 
new coaching changes, just know what I'm saying, just so far as uh, recently on my last episode when I was talking about uh, coaching changes and stuff like that, when I mentioned Virginia Tech, Oklahoma, Brent, Brent Pry, and uh, Clemson's defense, defensive coordinator, Brent Venables, going to Oklahoma. So a lot of different changes in those schools. So also, you know, Grambling State hired Hugh Jackson. You know what I'm saying? If you know anything about Hugh Jackson, had his split tenure in the NFL. So, um, giving them opportunity to get, you know what I'm saying, with that hire, uh, Jackson last year coached at Tennessee State, um, so, you know what I'm saying, give Grambling State the opportunity, you know what I'm saying, probably get somebody under the hems also, you know what I'm saying, with, like I said, trying to change that whole atmosphere, and I'm glad that, you know what I'm saying, we got these minded, these type-minded guys so far as had that professional experience trying to bring it to this level and, you know what I'm saying, try to up their own, you know what I'm saying, people, so. Definitely glad to see that. So, um, just some other news. Also, I'm gonna try to go through. We're gonna try to go through some some of the leaders in the, you know, what I'm saying HBCU uh, conferences and stuff like that. Also, uh, just so far as passing quarterback wise, you had Akil Glass at Alabama A&M. Also, uh, won the MEAC uh, Offensive Player of the Year. So, big ups to Akil uh, for rushing. You had Bishop Bonnet, Bonnet, Bonnet. At, uh, Florida A&M tackles Isaiah Land, Florida A&M uh, at linebacker. Uh, interceptions, you had the Kobe Durant for SCSU. Uh, also put one defensive player of the year for the MEAC. So definitely doing his thing. So uh, I just wanted to also get shed a little light on some of those guys. Uh, some other mentions, you know, you had safety Marquise Bell at Florida A&M uh, doing his thing also. So, uh, one other thing, you know what I'm saying, I'm going to try to do also because, you know what I'm saying, like I want mentioned, the Legacy Bowl, just so far as some of the top guys in there in this uh, HBCU, you know what I'm saying, conference, giving the opportunity to have that Legacy Bowl to show their talent outside of, you know what I'm saying, giving them really the chance to have these guys playing the best against the best. So that's definitely a good thing to see. And uh, just so far as, you know what I'm saying, they're still working on the list, the full list, you know what I'm saying, for all the participants. But uh, I'm going to try to go through, you know what I'm saying, just a rundown of so far of all the participants that's been invited to the game. Of course, you know what I'm saying, number one right now, you got Akil Glass. Uh, you got another QB, uh, Felix Harper, Alcorn State, uh, wide receiver Xavier Smith for Florida A&M, running back Jermaine Martin for North Carolina A&T, wide receiver Ryan McDaniel for North Carolina Central, running back Isaiah Totten for North Carolina Central, uh, defensive back Jalen Thigpen, Arkansas Pine Bluff, quarterback Jawan Carter, Norfolk State, offensive line Cam Durley, Tennessee State, defensive back Jawan Taylor, Alcorn State, offensive line Jamal Savage, Bethune Cookman, tight end Teron Mallard, Bethune Cookman, De defensive back Aaron Walker for Howard, offensive lineman DeJore Simpson, for North Carolina A&T, offensive lineman Keenan Forbes for Florida A&M, defensive end Chris Myers for Northport State, offensive line Danny Garza for Prairie View A&M, wide receiver Josh Lanier for Jackson State, and wide receiver Josh Wilkes, Arkansas Pine Bluff, wide receiver Trey Gross, Delaware State, and wide receiver Will Vereen, South Carolina State, who had just received his invitation uh, not too long ago. I think it was like on the 8th, but that's just the list so far, but like I said, giving these guys, you know what I'm saying, the top 
know what I'm saying, the best of the best so far, giving these guys opportunity, you know what I'm saying, just to go up against each other. Like I say, the list still isn't complete, so they'll still be working on that and they'll still be having updates on the list and stuff like that. So definitely continue to look out for that each week. Uh, but uh, like I was saying, definitely happy to see that, you know what I'm saying, we get an opportunity to see this and stuff like that. If you ever want the opportunity to, you know what I'm saying, find stats and stuff like that uh, on HBCUs and stuff like that, you can go on the NCAA, actual NCAA site, and you know what I'm saying, they have a little section on the NCAA site for HBCUs and stuff like that, just so far you can keep up with schedules, uh, games and stuff like that from week to week and stuff like that, so definitely opportunity to keep up with those guys. Uh, like I was saying, we got the Cricket Celebration Bowl, Deion Sanders team versus Buddy Pugh. So check that out definitely uh, this Saturday, 12 p.m. on ABC. Uh, but I did want to give the opportunity to cover some college football from HBCU so those guys can get that light also. But, you know what I'm saying, to move on to the next subject, uh, just something real quick. Also, you know what I'm saying, my next episode I'm going to try to cover some college basketball so definitely you know already know my lady's gonna come first when i definitely discuss that probably go over to some top 10 some recent games and stuff like that just try to give you guys some insight of what's been going on uh within this early season of basketball but definitely you got a big game tonight uh if you don't know yeah, but you know what i'm saying by listening to previous podcasts i'm definitely a big south carolina gamecocks ladies uh basketball fans don staley uh right now south carolina's number one 10 and 0 they got a game tonight at 7 p.m. on ACC Network versus number 15, Duke, who's also undefeated. So that's definitely going to be a good game. Uh, you know, of course, I feel like my, my lady game is going to pull it off, but definitely going to be a game to watch tonight. So definitely check that one out. Um, but to move on, our next subject, we're going to be just go through a quick review of week 14, like I discussed earlier in the uh, episode, just so far as the NFL. Uh, so, you know what I'm saying, just to discuss some little things, I'm, I'm going to probably give my opinion about some stuff here and there, of course, but, you know, I, but overall, it's just going to be a quick lit review, just of the scores and stuff like that, but, you know, because uh, some things, of course, need to be said for, for certain teams, but I'm definitely going to try to give my opinion about some of those things, so, uh, but to start it off, week 14, you know what I'm saying, Thursday, the Steelers versus the Vikings, if you didn't catch that game, it was a... Definitely should have watched the game. Uh, Steelers had opportunity to definitely come back in that game. Vikings had control of that game. It was really the game. Steelers definitely did make a comeback. It was a big controversy, if you haven't seen, about Claypool and his, you know what I'm saying, carelessness of time, you know what I'm saying, when he was able to make a big play, especially to get the first down and stuff like that. So uh, a lot of a lot of things going on within that game. Um, but... Vikings were able to hold off in that game, like I said, towards the end. Um, a lot of big mistakes just so far as on the Steelers end of it. Early in the game, I would say the Vikings front four, that, that defensive line played a big part in that win because, you know what I'm saying, it was a lot of pressure on Big Ben and stuff like that to start the game. So definitely, you know what I'm saying, they was able, I think because they was able to control that game so early in the game and get up so early, you know what I'm saying, with the Steelers having to use everything they had to try to come back, it definitely uh, made it an uphill task. So, Vikings able to pull that one off, you know what I'm saying, surprising that Kirk Cousins was able to pull anything off. I'm always iffy about Kirk Cousins. If you listen to any podcast and stuff like that, previous ones, Kirk Cousins is just 
not my cup of tea, man. That guy who get paid so much to do so little. Uh, but you know what I'm saying to move on. You had the Ravens and the Browns game, real interesting game. Lamar went out in that game, so still day to day to see what's going on with him so far as next week. Especially if you're a Ravens fans, I know you. I know you focus on what's going on from that aspect of it because I know y'all guys ready to see what's going on. But, you know, Hunter came in, attempted to finish that game out, but, you know, the Browns was able to capitalize on that. So, able to pull that game off 24-22. Next game we got, we got the Jaguars and Titans. Of course, the Jaguars right now is just outside of that, that one game with the Bills, which I'm going to discuss their offense in the second also. But outside of that Bills game, you know what I'm saying, Jaguars just just looking like a first-year team. Uh, sometimes, you know, some first-year teams can try to put up a little fight, but they looking like the casual first-year team. Uh, Titans able to dominate that game pretty much. 20-0 uh, in that one. Uh, next game we got it was the Chiefs and the Raiders game. I was definitely surprised with the Raiders offense in this game. Just, just seemed all types of discombobulated. Uh, Chiefs able to put up a lot of points. Uh, usually, you know what I'm saying, the Chiefs defense not even really in the top top 10 right now. But you know what I'm saying with that with that performance from the Raiders, definitely seemed like they was a top five defense. Uh, but the Chiefs was able to take that one, 48 to nine. Next game we got Saints and the Jets. Um, of course, you know what I'm saying the Jets with their struggle they got going on, and the Saints would uh, continue continuous struggle each week. You know what I'm saying I feel like with the Saints right now they so up and down with uh, dealing with you know what I'm saying either quarterback controversies and stuff like that. And, you know what I'm saying, just moving the ball. But they was able to dominate that game versus the Jets. Hopefully, during that game, you know what I'm saying, they had the opportunity to figure out some stuff offensively and just try to, you know what I'm saying, see what they can pretty much do and try to help those guys out on that aspect of figuring out their uh, identity just so far as offense and stuff like that. Uh, next game, we got Cowboys and Washington Cowboys. Uh, pretty much, you know what I'm saying, did what they needed to in that game. That's all I can pretty much say for the Cowboys in that game. Winning that game 27-20. to 20. Uh, Also, offensively, I don't know what's been going on with Dak in this offense. Maybe, you know what I'm saying, Pollard being gone with that in that game, it was, in most of the game, it was, it made it somewhat of a struggle. I mean, Zeke, you're getting paid all this money, bro. It's, it's that it's gonna be, it's that time now. That load going to have to just be on you so far as carrying this thing on the ground. And y'all need to run the ball. You know what I'm saying? That run balance that y'all have is, is a big thing that y'all need so definitely gonna have to try to figure out what's going on with that uh, especially if Paula is out for any extended time so uh, but offensively it's definitely an issue uh, defensively Makai you know what I'm saying doing this thing definitely as his, as his first year I'm, I, I don't see how he's not gonna get rookie of the year so far as uh, defensive player so but he definitely doing this thing. Defense they re- definitely carried through them through that game. Defense has been carrying them through the past few games, I'm going to mention also. So, offensively, I think they need to figure some things out. Um, but Dallas were able to take that take that one 27-20, as I did mention. And then, okay, but the next game we got 29-20. That's the Falcons and the Panthers game. The Falcons were able to take that game in a close game. Pretty much close battle throughout that game. Cam Newton, uh, hundred. I think he had over about like 130 passing for one interception, no passing touchdowns. He's had a rushing touchdown each game. I guess he's um, I, 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 
I got a question though. This is my question. You know what I'm saying? If anybody want to come on my social media pages, anything like that, you know what I'm saying? You have usually have opportunity to make comments and stuff like that. I definitely make sure I give out my social media pages and stuff like that. But if you don't know, it's no comp. If you type in on Facebook, no comp tenant. If you type it in on Instagram, no competitions, no competitors. But for no comp, you can definitely find it if you type in no comp for short. If you definitely ever want to leave a comment or a message about anything I discuss. But this was my question. Panthers fan, are you truly happy for Cam to be back? Because I'm going to just be honest with you. His his QBR at the moment in four games is a 34. You know what I'm saying? Cam has three touchdowns, three interceptions right now. Um, anytime the I feel like the Panthers then he got yanked one game. Let's not forget about that. Um, another mention. Anytime I feel like they they need to you know what I'm saying get start making some moves so far as points and getting the ball moving and stuff like that. They gotta put PJ Walker in there. So I'm feeling like maybe let's just let PJ Walker play in these games. Let's not forget when the first game Cam Cam came back and they beat Arizona. It was P.J. Walker who played majority of the game. They let Cam come in. Some snaps here and there. But, you know what I'm saying, with how meet the media place everything, how they cut up things like that, and how the Panthers fans' be heads be so blown up. They feel like it was just Cam that did everything. But I'm going to be honest with you. Cam ain't won no game since he's been proclaimed the starter. So that's something to think about, Carolina. You know what I'm saying? Each game, you can't blame your defense for, you know what I'm saying, poor defense and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Chris McCaffrey is gone. I'm sure you guys are used to that by now because it's starting to look like an everyday thing or every season thing with him. So, you know what I'm saying? But, I mean, that's how it be when you so small at running back. And something I did mention before, when you're so small at running back, you know what I'm saying, and they want you to carry the full load. So, I guess Cam is the new Christian because he had 10 carries that the last game. Uh, like I said, he's had a rushing touchdown each game. So, I mean, did they bring him back to be the old Cam? Because, you know what I'm saying, that's just going to start causing more of those shoulder issues and it's going to start more of a struggle getting the ball down the field. I'm just mentioning some things that need to be answered, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, I'm in the Carolinas, you know what I'm saying, the Panthers right down the road. So, you know what I'm saying, it's like the home team, you know what I'm saying. But I don't have a team, but they the home team. So, it's going to be definitely a team that, that I can have a close eye on. So, definitely something that, I just want to ask these Panthers fans. So, I'm I'm just saying. But, like I said, uh, Falcons able to take that one 29-21. Uh, the next game we got, we got Seattle and the Texans. Seattle was able to dominate that game. I'm thinking maybe Russ and that finger starting to get it together a little bit. So, uh, definitely a tester with the Texans just so far as to see where they can, you know what I'm saying, establish, you know what I'm saying, some things just so far as their offensive line because their offensive line definitely needs a lot of work in Seattle. But, you know what I'm saying, playing the Texans who right now ain't got much of a rush, you know what I'm saying, game going on so far as they front four. So give you an opportunity to try to figure some things out, maybe do some moves, do some practices and stuff like that, get some people rested up and make some other moves and stuff like that so far, so far as Seattle. So, but they was able to dominate that one 33-13. The next one we got, we got the Lions and the Broncos. Broncos able to handle that one. Uh, pretty much dominate that game entirely. Um, 38 to 10. Lions coming off their first win last week. wasn't able to carry none of that momentum into this week. And I say that only because this, you know what I'm saying. I I feel like the game plan going into 
the the game for against the Broncos, it was just poor. So that's the only reason I mentioned that. But Broncos able to dominate that one, thirty-eight to ten. Next game we got we got the Giants versus the Chargers. Um, Chargers able to handle that one, 37-21. They definitely needed that win just so far as the Chargers so far their placement. Right now, since the week is getting to a close, um, the season actually is coming to a uh, close. So, um, Giants able to put up 21, though. So, you know what I'm saying, that NFC East is going to be a little iffy. You know what I'm saying? I feel like the Giants starting to starting to figure some things out offensively. Uh, ever since get rid of uh, Jason Garrett, ain't that crazy? Get rid of the offensive coordinator, start scoring more points. It's odd. Um, but you know, uh, Chargers were able to take that one over 31, 37 to twenty-one. The next game we got, you got the Cincinnati Bengals and Forty Niners game. If you didn't catch that game, that was definitely a crazy game. Just so far as back and forth, Forty uh, Niners able to pull that one out at the end and overtime, but. Like I say, a crazy game. Anouk made a crazy catch, kept was able to keep his feet in uh, at the last few seconds to score the touchdown. Like I say, a crazy game that one was. Had a lot of drops, had a lot of amazing catches in that game. The Jamar Chase catch on the outside for the touchdown, definitely. You know what I'm saying? I know some folks are probably mad about that one, but it wasn't a catch, folks. It wasn't a catch. It hit the ground. He used the ground to, you know what I'm saying, pretty much hold that ball up. So I know that a lot of people are mad about that, them Bengals fans. But at least you got something to cheer about nowadays, you know what I'm saying, in the Andy Dalton days. So don't make me remind you about those. But uh, close game, 26-23. Uh, like I said, 49 was able to pull that one off. Next game we had, we had uh, the late-night game between the Buccaneers and the Bills. Like I was saying, the Bills lately have been starting off real slow. Started that game off slow. Uh, tried to make an attempt later in the game to try to do a little something, but Tom Brady was able to hold them off. You know what I'm saying? Being able to still play, I guess I guess it's, we just have to be realistic. You know what I'm saying? I guess Tom Brady's just going to play to 75, I guess. Uh, but uh, Tom Brady was able to hold off just so far as defensively in that game towards the end. Uh, Tampa Bay was able to take that game 33-27. Uh, one of the other games, you had the late games, you had the Green Bay Packers versus the Bears. Uh, I was surprised, you know what I'm saying, that game. Of course, you know what I'm saying, anytime the Bears and the Packers get together, it's going to be a good game. But definitely surprised, you know what I'm saying, offensively from the Bears. But definitely did their thing. Green Bay still was able to, you know what I'm saying, pretty much dominate that game, putting up 45 points. But uh, what, what, what else do you expect, you know what I'm saying, when you got Aaron Rodgers out there? Uh, so, like I was mentioning, th- uh, Green Bay took that one 45-30 to 30 over the Bears. Uh, and to finish off week 14, we had the Monday night game between the Rams and the Cardinals. Uh, Rams needed that win right now. I guess that was more of a signature win for those guys, you know what I'm saying, just so far as to let everybody know that, hey, you know what I'm saying? We can beat we can beat teams that's good too, but a lot of iffy things going on went on throughout that game. Not no slight towards the Rams. You know what I'm saying? If you come to play, you come to play. So you know what I'm saying? They came to play and they won the game. Uh, but I felt like just so far as the Cardinals, that was one of Kyler Murray's worst games I've seen him play this this season. I'm just mentioning that, especially off coming off that game last week where he pretty much balled out. I felt like he wanted to use his legs too much in the game. Uh, he was overthrowing too many people, underthrowing, you know what I'm saying? And I, and listen, I know people, I know, listen, I know his style of throwing is to fade off, do the fade off his back leg and throw it, but I, I hate it. 
because I feel like it definitely messes with his accuracy, and he does it so much that you know what I'm saying. It, it's like it's it starts to like you know what I'm saying. Just 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 irk my nerves just a little, only because I feel like it's messing up his throws just somewhat because he he was off target a lot during thir- during the game. So especially on the early early part of the game, I felt like you know what I'm saying. Kingsbury should have just kept going at the A.J. Green route just as far as attacking that right side of the field because they clearly couldn't do nothing. You know what I'm saying? I felt like passing-wise, they definitely should have involved Christian Kirk and more and a little bit more. But then again, you know what I'm saying, I felt like they definitely left out a lot, you know what I'm saying, when it came to the run game. Uh, I don't think they pretty much just so far as good running the ball at that, you know what I'm saying, that drop formation, that drop back formation, because it's all, it's, it's pretty much going to be all like kind of draws, you're never really going to get a running back, no good momentum, especially on those fourth down plays, come on man, you, you, in the goal line also, you were successful twice when you rushed the ball, even when you did the wildcat, but, you know what I'm saying, I feel like sometimes you just got to line up in that eye and just power it through sometimes, I know they got Aaron Donald and, you know what I'm saying, I know they got some players sitting there waiting for you, but. Sometimes, you know, hey, you got a double block. Y'all get paid a lot of money in the NFL to figure these things out. So, you got to figure this stuff out, you know what I'm saying, at the end of the day. But, you know what I'm saying, that pretty much wrapped up the week 14, you know what I'm saying, in review so, so far as the NFL. Also, you know what I'm saying, pretty much all the other topics we was covering today. But, you know what I'm saying, at the end of the day, I want to thank all of those who are out there listening and supporting this no competition, no competitors movement. We're trying to bring some big things to the world. Reach everyone we can with this health wellness segment. The world is already waking up to better eating habits. We are just here to keep it inexpensive and keep you consistent. So, you know what I'm saying? Once again, I want to thank everybody who's out there listening. You know what I'm saying? Continue to spread the word so far as this no comp podcast. Uh, I'm definitely going to be getting some more uh, episodes out there just discussing some health wellness uh, I'm going to go back to just doing some episodes where I discuss health wellness because I definitely got a lot of mental you know what I'm saying mental health you know what I'm saying tips and stuff like that or information I want to go over in the next few weeks so I'm definitely going to have some episodes where I just discuss some uh, health wellness and stuff like that especially some tips and stuff I always like to get my tips with uh, exercising and stuff like that so becoming active staying active and all things like that so I definitely want to Thank all those who are supporting and following, not only just the podcast, but, you know what I'm saying, other aspects of this No Comp uh, brand also, just so far as the social media pages and stuff like that. So, once again, I appreciate you and continue to spread the word. If you know somebody that loves hearing about sports, love hearing about health, wellness tips and stuff like that, definitely get in their ear and let them know about the podcast so that way, you know what I'm saying, they can definitely, you know what I'm saying, become, you know what I'm saying, a good uh, a, a part of this, you know what I'm saying, No Comp thing that we got going this is something great that i got going trying to get it going try to reach a lot of people trying to help some folks out so you know what i'm saying once again thank you we're trying to make this thing number one on podomatic number one in the world baby you yeah.